0: Hi, this is Teacher Tales, Podcast 52. I'm Paul Carr, and it's My War with a Samoan Chief, Apolu Island. A Samoan Chief embodies the attributes of two jungles the wet, green, dripping equatorial jungle and the jungle of humanity. But chieftains, usually men of great power, just like the rest of us, also, have quirks. Samoans, through genetics and massive caloric intake, have pushed the limits of human weight. To observe any Samoan in his or her natural environment is a gift to be cherished. But to see a chief alone is to partake in an unprecedented social, historical, and certainly a visual feast. Why? because they wear lava-lavas, a sarong. They don't wear shoes, usually, because thousands of years of walking on volcanic pumice have hardened their callous souls. And these chieftains exude a dignity crossed with power. Plus, often, they smiled. Peace Corps volunteers assigned to the Samoan Islands also embodied much but most of it was confusion-based. They arrived in a variety of shapes and sizes. They, too, fight the wet of the jungle and represent far-flung jungle of humanity. And they also have their quirks. But the rare Peace Corps volunteers had a sacred and nearly holy tradition to keep is they oozed in from their remote assignments dotting the nine islands. There is one city in all of Samoa, and the third Friday in each month meant by foot or by bicycle, by ocean-going ferry, by inter-island rum runner, by wretched jungle bus or decrepit taxi, all Peace Corps volunteers tried to be in that city called Apia on that third Friday. Once in Apia, they swarmed like jungle cicadas fresh out of their skin to the one and only real hotel, the Tusitala, named for Robert Louis Stevenson, the Tusitala storyteller. The Tusitala is a massive, open-sided, thatch-roof, man-made wonder of the South Pacific. It held a rare gem in its innards, and therein lay our problem. Fenced pens contained dog-faced, finger-licking giant fruit bats, and a sparkling pool offered refuge from the sun. Artistically arranged ponds littered the grounds all rimmed by hibiscus and sprinkled with a multicolored bird of paradise flowers. But America's volunteers and a chieftain descended upon the Tusitala for a different reason. Each third Friday, the question remained, who would get their first chieftain or Peace Corps volunteer? My feet scurried along the road, dusty in high spots, muddy in low spots, typifying Polynesia's contradictions. The sun-baked, dried, create dust, yet the rains made dark, soupy mire. One of my feet was encased in dust, the other coated with mud. I lived and worked closest to the Tusitala Hotel of all the volunteers. Therefore, it became my duty to attempt to secure the spot. If I won, I would be praised and my name honored on nine islands. The night would be ours. Drinks, alcoholic drinks with cold, hardened chunks of ice would flow in my direction and probably I would not have to pay for one of them. But if I failed... Scowls, snarls, and disgust would reign. Gloom would overshadow the night, and many would wonder, why did I make the island crossings? Why did I slog over the mountains? Why did I endure 12 hours of bus rides and wretched, mind-numbing Samoan music to, to, well, anyway, obviously much hinged on me? Electricity was scarce, but it flowed in certain places like the Tusitala Hotel, and that contributed to or even caused my quest. Woven coconut front mats hung from the rafters, giving a modicum of privacy to that certain sought-after sheltered spot. There, a black table sat. Electricity and an unnatural light pulsed from within. The surface of this table, made of thick, clear plastic, and what lay beneath it drew the volunteers and the chieftain like flies drawn to the dung heaps of the wild beach pigs. I hurried, cutting across the neatly clipped lawn, through the back door, and past the cook, whose younger brother I taught in my science class. Empty, I asked on the run, more of a plea than a question. Don't know," replied the cook. But she smiled. Only Pacman. Yes, I didn't have time to dally. I rounded the corner and swore to myself. A foot, one monolithic, sandalless, calloused foot, stuck out from the right side of the table. A chieftain sat enthroned, at. Our table. His ubiquitous badge of rank lay at his feet, a briefcase. No Samoan chief was ever seen without a briefcase. And right nearby, a full sock stuffed with Samoan coins had been plunked on the tabletop within grasp of his colossal paws. I had lost. He played the game. His substantial right hand banged the toggle switch, make and made the yellow electronic moving circle go left. Make it go right. Eat the red cherry. Eat the numbers. Make the white ghost turn blue by eating white spots. Get more points. Consume the moving ghost. Weave in and out of the hedgerows. And the machine churned out a constant sound of uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. The sound sped up. The chieftain, a mountainous man of at least 300 pounds plus, laughed and let out a Samoan whoop of exhilaration. Joo-hoo! He slammed the countertop with violent but happy self-absorption. The chieftain had defeated the Pac-Man machine and the Peace Corps. I moved closer. A high-point victory game revealed itself to the chieftain. It was a scene I had not witnessed due to my own mediocre Pac-Man playing skills. This village chieftain was good. We had all heard of him. He acknowledged me and shared a quick, beatific smile. I beat it, he proclaimed in Samoan. There was no need for me to reply. Instead, I checked out his very pregnant sock. It bulged with coins. Coins most likely scammed, scrounged, and controlled from his poor villagers. Coins that would last a night with him sitting at that table, never moving. I smiled back weakly, sighed, accepted my loss, my doom, my fate, and waited for the other volunteers to dribble in. I would not be a favorite personage that night. Drinks would still flow, but I would pay for many of them. The Tusitala resonated with a loud roar. The chieftain's points were rolling in. It would be a long, sticky, Pac-Man-less night, and the chief, encased in warm, wet, jungled Polynesians, smiled. The Samoans taught Peace Corps much. Yeah, so oh my God, there was only one Pac-Man machine in the whole country, and it was in the Tusitala Hotel. And uh, yeah, I used to. <laughs> it was a race every third Friday, that chieftain and me. And I probably didn't have much of a chance of beating him, but uh, to get there, and ah, uh, oh, we wanted to play that game so much. It was it was just such a reminder of. Um, the West, you know, in our world. Sadly, that Tusitala Hotel uh, burnt to the ground years ago. Oh, my God, that was just gorgeous, just gorgeous. The whole thing was built without a single nail in it, and it was, uh, the Samoan houses are known as fale, and that was the biggest folly in the world. Just, uh, just lovely, lovely, lovely. And, yeah, we would go to the back, and the fruit bats were kept in cages there that you'd let them, lick your fingers you know this is before COVID, and we knew what bats could do to you um anyway that that was pretty hilarious he would just play that game all night and uh we would just be itching to get there and use it but uh but we couldn't we couldn't so he won anyway (laughs) oh and uh so the title of this my war with a samoan chief is really a play of words, because if you read anything about Samoa, one of the most famous books is My Samoan Chief. So this is a play on that. So that's 52. Thank you very much.